asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, so whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Hala talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well, what better way to test the waters? While you are away, your home could also earn extra income. That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. I'm Matt. And today we're discussing how fees will kill your retirement savings. Joel, my Norwegian co-host, compadre. <laughs> We're talking about investing fees, right? Fees associated with investing. We're going to talk about the different types of fees, how to look for those, uh, and then where to go uh, where you can keep those fees low. I think last week on an episode, Matt, you said that I had an interesting kind of gravelly voice because I was slightly under the weather. Oh, yeah, I do recall. All right. So it turned out we did have sickness ravaging our yeah, family. Yeah, it was, ended up being pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my girls, they both had strep throat. And then on top of it, my three-year-old had the flu as well. So kind of like rough double dose of terrible sickness going through. And so I'm sure I caught a touch of that and my voice was a little bit off. Um, but I Did wanted, you guys get the flu shot? I got the flu shot, but I... I because I get it for free at work, and I don't think the rest of my family did. And uh, I, I probably should have like drugged them into a Kroger or something like that in order to get the flu shot, but we, we just didn't. But at least it's the end of the season, time. and it's yeah. not too bad right now. Well, when we heard that, that was my first thought. I was like, the freaking flu? Crap, did we get the flu shot? Because I figured they would have already caught it, to be honest. But I guess we narrowly avoided that one 
because of uh, the flu shot. I guess it was that same strain. Because most of the time, isn't it like slightly off? Like you get the flu shot and then it ends up being a different variety of flu that goes around. Yeah, sometimes the flu shot is only a certain percentage effective because they can't quite accurately predict the strains that are going to... Yeah, they have to guess which be, one's going to be the one that, yeah, the ones that's that are popular. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, you're the cool strain this year. Uh, but I wanted to mention to people, in the case of strep throat at least, when we went to the doctor, we were able to... You know, we got a prescription for antibiotics to fight the strep throat. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to let folks know about free and cheap medications. And in particular, there are certain places that offer much cheaper basic medication than others. And if you uh, if you have a Publix near you, they're kind of a Southeast regional grocery chain, you can get free antibiotics, which is really nice. So both girls were able to load up on antibiotics for free. Yeah, Joey, and you can get those antibiotics all the time, right? It's not like it was just a special promotion that they're running. I mean, they you can go there pretty much anytime, get the antibiotics you need. Uh, and you can get pet antibiotics there for free as well. So not just human stuff, but stuff for your your, your dogs. <laughs> yeah, so that's really cool. And there are lists online, and we'll link to one of kind of where you can find cheap and, and free prescriptions. Like I know Walmart has a $4 list of prescriptions that they make available for, for $4. And then, you know, there's also a great app that you can use called GoodRx. And you plug in the prescription that you want to find, and it essentially maps out your town and it says, well, it's $8 here and it's $32 here. You'll be amazed at the disparity in prices. So if you're loyal to one place to get your prescriptions filled, then in all likelihood, you're paying too much. The only caveat is if you're getting your prescriptions filled at Costco, you're probably getting the lowest price almost every time if that's where you're getting your prescriptions filled. Nice. The only other trick then, if you're going to do Publix, is to make sure that you don't end up kind of shopping around a little bit because your prescription's not filled. Because they're one of like the nicer grocery stores around us, right? They're a lot nicer than Aldi. Uh, I know that you can't get the same deals. They've got all those buy one, get one deals. But as far as the, the general stuff that we normally get, we've got suckered into kind of walking the aisles a little bit because it hadn't quite been filled. And I don't know, maybe we spent a little more money on groceries than we would have. But hey, we got the free antibiotics. So yeah, yeah, you're going to pay a little more for groceries at Publix. But uh, it is truly a nice place to shop. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So let's get to the beer that we're having on the show real quick, Matt. Today, we're drinking Bent de Garde. It's a beer de Garde aged in red wine barrels from Braindead Brewing Company. Yeah, this one was sent to us by Jared. He sent us a, a several beers uh, a couple months ago. We had a Jester King on that you were a huge fan of. Yeah, I fell in love with it. All right, so we'll get into our thoughts on this beer at the end of the show. But now, Matt, on to the topic at hand. We're talking about why fees are a retirement savings killer. And just a fee of like 1% in your retirement account, that doesn't sound all that bad. 1%, right? Like that's that's almost negligible, it seems like. But... It turns out that a fee of even just 1% could cost you potentially, depending on how much you're investing, over half a million dollars in actual money back to you over your investing lifetime. Fees not only erode how much money you have to invest now, but they lessen the amount of money that's compounding in your account for all of the years that you're saving and investing. And it turns out that almost three quarters of folks have no idea what sort of fees they're being charged inside of their investment accounts. And we have to change that, Matt. So let's open up the subject of fees. Let's kind of get into it and help people learn what sort of fees that they're paying currently and then how to avoid them. Yeah, Joel. NerdWallet actually has a fantastic article that we're going to link to in the show notes that breaks down all of this information. And they've got some very helpful charts. But we're going to share a quick example where as an investor, if you put $500 a month into a brokerage account each year for 30 years, so that's a total of $180,000, right? Say over your working career. And during that time, say you're earning uh, 7%. Well, with a 1% fee that entire time, 
The value of your account will have grown to $489,000 roughly. But get this, man, you would have lost $98,000 to fees. Close to 100K just because of that 1% fee, which is massive. Yeah, that's messed up, man. And it just goes to show you that even and if the fees are higher, some people might be yes. looking at like a one and a half or 2% fee. And if that's the case over your 30-year investing lifetime, you're talking about you know, almost $180,000 on a 2% fee. So fees matter greatly. And it is something that I think we're becoming a little bit more aware of. It's something that's talked about more. And that's partly in thanks to you know, the bigger low-cost investment houses like Vanguard, Fidelity, and Schwab. But you just don't want to end up in retirement with 25% less money than you could have because fees were eating away at it. Yeah. The problem is too, is it's just not something you think about, right? Like you don't look down the road and think, cool, how much less money am I, I going to have because I'm not investing maybe quite as wisely or in the funds that I should be. I think a lot of times folks think, oh, I'm putting a lot of money away. It's going to be okay, right? Like I can sort of out save and out invest what I'm paying in fees, but you're still going to lose that money uh, if you have high fees. And again, a small fee doesn't seem like a huge deal, but they are the biggest problem and a huge differentiator with how much wealth you will actually have when you do reach retirement. Of course, all other factors being equal. Yeah, Matt. So there's this company called Morningstar. And what they do is they track and rank different funds according to their performance. And they did a study a few years ago. They have these Morningstar, these vaunted Morningstar ratings, and it's a star system. And they found out, according to their study, that the costs associated with a fund is actually more important than having a higher Morningstar star rating. It had a larger impact on how successful that fund was. Yeah, and on investor returns. So if you're looking to invest in the stock market and you're looking at the Morningstar star system, which you should. I mean, I think Morningstar is helpful. I think they rank funds well. Should you just say Morningstar system? <laughs> you probably should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just get it out quickly. But I just thought that was interesting that they basically said that fees are more important than this star system that they have so much invested in, so much tied up in. And so I think Morningstar is you know, a great place to research funds, but fees, and those matter more than, than even the star rating. And so that's something that many people found shocking when that study was released. And I just think it's something that uh, just quantifies exactly how important you know, fees are to individual mom and pop investors like us and like you know, people listening to the show that, that want to just invest inside of their 401k IRA it only accentuates the fact that they should be paying even more close attention to, to the fees that are inside of those investments. Yeah, Joel. But the good news, like you were, you were saying, though, is that fees are in decline as low-cost brokerage firms. They've gotten more popular. They've gained prominence. Uh, and they are wanting investors to know more. And specifically, it's, it's sort of like a race to the bottom as far as like what the fees are going to be with the different big brokerage houses. I think of Vanguard and Fidelity. They're essentially... Anytime they release something new, it's to compete with a specific product. It's like Rock'em Sock'em Robots constantly <laughs> right now between the two of them. Exactly. And most recently, I, th I guess it was last year, Fidelity, they dropped the expense ratios on a certain line of funds down to zero, like completely zero, where there is no cost associated with maintaining those funds at all. And so after the break, we're going to talk about the different types of fees associated with investing, as well as how to find those fees that are hiding in your investments. Stick around for that. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. 
They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans. We always like to get the families together, Matt, for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer. We've already got that trip to St. Simons on the calendar. Pumped for that. But sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host. Or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Spring cleaning is kind of a, an annual rite of passage. We've all got to do it, minimize the junk that we have in our house. Emily and I, we just cleaned our closets out. It took hours, but it was so worth it. Now we've only got stuff in there that we love, and it's easier to find everything too. And so, you know, while cleaning your closets is helpful, well, there's something else you can do for your family this spring. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius, for example, is a really important part of your financial planning for the year. That's right. Yeah. And here is the thing that's important to remember, because you might be thinking you don't need to check out Policy Genius because you've got a policy through work. But even if you have a life insurance policy through your job, it may not offer you enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance companies, and that means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. All right, Matt, we're back to the break and let's get into the types of fees. But before we get to that, I did want to just say, just to give a little bit more of a mental picture, when I think about fees, I think of termites. And it turns out that termites can be eating away at the wood in your house for years before you even notice that they're there, before you notice that they're having an impact. And all of a sudden, you know, your foot goes through the floorboard and it's like, boom, 
instantly you know that you have a problem and that the termites are, are eating through your house and you've got to get an exterminator out there. And fees can be like that. They can be kind of this silent killer that you don't see and that's out of sight, out of mind. And you don't even realize that it is ruining your retirement savings because of like the examples we mentioned just above, it can be costing you, you know, 50,000, 100,000 or more over the life of your investment. So let's get into the specific types of fees that are common. And then we'll talk about how to look for fees inside of your retirement account so that you can figure out how to eliminate them. Yes, Joel, let's dive into it. Just keep in mind that this is not going to be an exhaustive list where we name every single fee. We're going to kind of cover some of the more prominent ones, some of the ones that uh, take the biggest bite out of your investments. So on that note, let's start with brokerage fees. These are the fees charged by the broker that holds your investment account. We have talked about this recently, but just think of them as the custodian of that account. So take, for example, Vanguard, they have a $20 a year fee, which isn't huge at all. Unless you meet certain investing thresholds and then they yeah. eliminate it. Yeah. Or I mean, and you can meet those thresholds as well by just receiving your statements via email. So it's not difficult at all. But then you've got Fidelity as well. And they've decided that they're not going to have any fees at all. Again, rock and sock and robots. They're, they're trying to take each other down. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually interesting pouring over the the fees like brokerage fees and, and the other fees that, that investment firms charge. I was looking at Vanguard's and Fidelity's specifically. And honestly, Fidelity is not only doing better on some of the specific fund fees now, but they're doing better on pretty much every single other fee associated with investing if you go with them. And so yeah, Fidelity has just really picked up the pace mm -hmm. in the last year and a half, two years. And I love Vanguard. Yeah, yeah you and I both are huge fans of Vanguard. But, but. Fidelity, man, <laughs> it's like winning my heart. It's uh, I know it's, they're doing a really impressive thing. So those are still both just great companies with with low fees. And we'll talk more about that uh, in a little bit. So other types of fees that you might encounter when investing is something called a load. And there can be front end loads, there can be back end loads. These are charges or commissions paid to the salesperson who sells you the fund. Or like a broker, if you're going, like going through a broker with your investments as well. Yeah. And so these are things that you need to watch out for because let's say you're putting in $1,000. Well, they might take out a certain percentage you know, right off the front end or off the back end when you sell that investment. And, and those loads can massively impact the returns that you see because that's just another fee that's hanging out. Another fee, trade commissions. These are the costs associated with buying and selling stocks or ETFs. So if you're with a company like E-Trade, the minimum that you're looking at spending with a purchase or a sale is five bucks. And that's only if you meet their threshold of something like 30 transactions per quarter or something like that. And it could be even more depending on who you're with. That is not a fee that you need to be paying when you can buy and sell for free. So just keep in mind that the more often that you buy and sell, that's going to impact how much money you have to actually invest in actual funds or stocks. So you do not want to be buying and selling constantly. Uh, and you do not want to be with a provider who charges you for trade commissions. And the most uh, talked about type of fee now, Matt, I feel like is expense ratios, because this is where the Rock'em Sock'em Robots is hitting like full bore. And we've just seen expense ratios fall massively over the last few years. So typically, especially with the low cost providers, it's that fee that you'll see touted the most frequently. And especially with Fidelity right now, because they have those 0% funds and we'll link to those in the show notes. But there's a few funds in particular that they offer that don't have any expense ratio on top of not having any of these other fees that we're talking about. So really it is like... You are investing for free. Yeah, it's Scott Clean. It's costing you nothing. <laughs> exactly. And so uh, expense ratios are something you want to look at. And it's really hard to say what a good expense ratio is now. When you think about the fact that you can invest for free, it kind of makes anything else look 
expensive, <laughs> right? Honestly, uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, but I think if you're interested in funds that have an expense ratio of 0.25, maybe 0.30 or, or less, then those are in all likelihood funds that at least aren't run away with fees. You want to be cognizant of your fees, but it's also okay to realize that even though Fidelity is offering it for free, there are a lot of other great institutions that you can do business with that don't have free expense ratios, but they do provide low-cost expense ratios. And that's what you want to prioritize. And then lastly, Joel, we're going to touch on the management fee. And then typically, this is an annual fee from an investment advisor. It can also be from a robo-advisor like if it's not an actual human being. But if it's a person, typically they charge by the percentage of assets under management, or you know sometimes there's a flat rate as well. But think of it maybe as sort of like the cost of admission, right? Like just to be seen by that advisor or just to be able to use that robo-advisor, there's a price you got to pay. Sometimes it's an expense or a fee that might be worth it depending on your personal situation. Yeah, there's some great robo-advisors too, yeah. right? And we talked about that in a recent listener question episode that you know, robo-advisors have a lot to offer, especially for investors that just don't feel comfortable going the DIY route. Yeah. Um, we, we, we like a lot of robo-investors, but the thing is, you're going to pay a little bit higher of a fee but I think you're right. Like a little bit higher of a fee, as long as it's not astronomical, which most robo advisors, it's 0 0.25, 0 0.30, something like that, which which is is within the realm of normalcy, and and it's okay. I, I think those are decent options for a lot of investors. Yeah, it's just good to know that those are being taken out, right? Like you need to be aware of these fees, and that's what we're going to talk about next. Actually, is how to look for those fees. And Joel, you want to kick that off? Yeah, we just mentioned robo-advisors. But then also you might have a financial advisor down the street who uh, who you work with and their fees are just going to be higher than a robo-advisor fees are. And their fees typically, if they are a fee-only advisor, are going to be a percentage of assets under management. 1% is kind of an average amount. They might charge you a flat rate to sit down with them every year. But then there are other advisors who might take advantage of you with loads and commissions and brokerage fees. And so the quickest way to look out for fees in your own retirement account is to ask the question, especially if you're working with an individual who manages your assets. If you have a financial advisor, do you know how they get paid? And if you don't, ask. There was a rule called the fiduciary rule that was supposed to go into place last summer, and then it kind of got slapped down. Yeah, so, slapped down by the courts. Yes. So it's a huge <laughs> bummer because that is a standard that I think all investment professionals should be required to meet, which means that when they have you as a client, everything they do is in your best interest. And now they don't have to meet that standard. Certain investment professionals still hold themselves to that fiduciary standard. And if they do, they will typically put that wording on their website or, or let you know up front. Just make sure you ask that question. Because if they are, there's a greater chance that the fees aren't going to be as outrageous and they're not going to be as hidden. Uh, but you want to ask about the fees that you're being charged to your investment professional if you have one. So if you aren't sure what fees are, are being taken out of your account, it's best to ask the question of whoever you're working with. And if you don't have a financial advisor and you just have like a, a 401k or an IRA, Matt, how can you figure out what fees you're paying inside of you know one of those vehicles? First of all, if you are with a big bank, or even worse, maybe, if you're with an insurance company, it's likely that you are paying higher than average and potentially ridiculous fees. Could be catastrophic. Yeah, really, really bad. So what you want to do in those situations are to ask for the disclosures. And chances are, I think a lot of folks don't actually know what their fees are because in those situations where you have your retirement or you have accounts set up through your work, it's, it's hands off, right? Like that's sort of one of the benefits is that you've got HR, that's something that they've done for you. And you think, cool, I can kick back. We're all in this together. Me and all the employees here, well, you know, we're all investing and, and doing what we're supposed to do. But what you may not realize is that you all might be paying way too much. So ask for that disclosure. 
if the fees are high, go to HR and then ask them to shop around to other providers, um, or at least to include lower cost index funds uh, inside of the plan that you're offered. You can also use a site like Bloom, and that's actually, it's spelled B-L-O-O-O. M. There's three, <laughs> three O's. Triple O. And they can perform a free analysis of your 401k in five minutes. And it's totally free. Yeah, I love that. And there's another website, Feex, F-E-E-X. Uh, it's also, Feex. Yeah. <laughs> it's also another great spot. And so yeah, the, both of these companies can kind of review your investments. And they take a specific look at the fees that are inside of them. So if you're having trouble pinpointing the fees within your own retirement plan, it's worth checking out one of these sites and kind of and kind of getting an analysis and seeing like for free, you know, how bad is the picture we're looking at when it comes to the fees. And once you know exactly the fees that you're paying, it gives you the ability to make some changes and and to opt out of being in funds or doing business with companies that just charge outrageous fees that are ultimately going to hinder your ability to save for the future. So Joel, your example earlier about the termites made me think of another example, right? So like in your example, the termites are more of a hidden fee. But I think sometimes we might even realize that there's a fee there and people just kind of coast along with it. Oh, so do we have another animal reference to give? Not animal, but I'm thinking of like taxi cabs. Okay. Like taxis, they cost a good chunk of money. Now that we have Uber and Lyft, do people still take taxi cabs? Yes, they do. Oh, okay. but, and they cost a lot of money. <laughs> and that's the thing. I think sometimes folks are just so used to doing what they've always done. Or if you're in like a big city like New York, you order a car, right? Like a, I don't know, black car or something like that. I've heard it said before. Like, <laughs> I've never done that, but if you're right. fancy, fancy people. But why would you continue to do that when there's technology uh, and companies that have lowered the price and have made it easier and way more affordable to get what you need done while saving a lot of money? So that's what I think of, I guess, when it comes to fees. Like, yeah, you can continue to go to your local advisor who's going to charge you every time you know he sells you a certain fund. And then on top of that, those funds are going to have high expense ratios. Oh, and by the way, uh, there's going to be an assets under management fee as well. It's kind of the old school model, right? It's sort of like a taxi cab. You're going to pay a little, a little bit more for, like the, for the yellow checkered cab. Or you can just whip out your phone, go to that app and hail a ride and it's going to show up. And then you're not going to waste a lot of money on fees that you didn't need to spend. Okay. Now that you've given that you example. You feel that? Yes, I okay. do. I, I, there's one more that I've got. And this... <laughs> Hit me with it. This one has an, another animal reference. Okay. So it makes me think too, If you, you said doing things the way you've always done it. Right. And it makes me think of that, that example of a bullfrog in a pot of boiling water. Oh, yes. If you start the bullfrog off and he's in a pot of cold water and you turn up the heat gradually all the way to boiling, he will stay in that pot of water and he will just die. But if a bullfrog is plopped into a pot of boiling water, he'll jump out and he'll live. So I think if you're someone who's been investing for years and years and years, and maybe you have an investment professional that you work with, but you might feel comfortable doing it on your own. You just haven't made the plunge. Well, you're like that bullfrog that is eventually getting boiled to death because those fees are, are, are crushing you uh, and crushing your returns over time. Nice. So, all right. I like it. Another good example, maybe? I, think, I think your metaphor might win in, in this case. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> but does it have to be a bullfrog? Can it be like a tree frog? The tree frogs are the cute ones. They're like, oh, the, yeah. the, like the neon green with the little web feet. They got all the cool colors. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they all have the same reaction. That's a good question. But, uh, but yeah. That, that's... I actually don't even know if that's true. But it's a story that you hear and it makes sense in your mind. So, and that's all that matters. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're someone who has been suffering these fees and you know that they're there, well, maybe this is kind of the kick in the pants. Because you realize now that fees are actually a huge drag on your returns. And you don't want that to be the case any longer. That's right, man. So next, we're going to talk about where to go in order to keep your fees and costs low. Low, but we're going to talk about that right after the break. 
Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans. We always like to get the families together, Matt, for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer. We've already got that trip to St. Simons on the calendar. Pump for that. But sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host. Or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Let's say you've been listening to the podcast and now you're finally ready to start implementing some of the uh, the financial morsels that we're dishing up. Maybe you are trying to save up some more money for a down payment on a house, or maybe there's a big vacation that you have been dying to take. Well, the money app Monarch, they make it so easy to help you to reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal, they named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, collaborate with your partner even. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. And you won't get spammed either. Monarch features ad-free privacy you can trust. They will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. That's right, man. And after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. It just makes sense. It works. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash howtomoney. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney for an extended 30-day free trial. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're a small business owner, listen up. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're actually choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. They do everything from hyper-targeting best fit prospects through campaign optimization. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads, and has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no-obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention, new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. 
All right, Matt, we're back from the break. And now we have to talk about where you actually go in order to keep fees and costs low. <laughs> I like that go. I was like, <laughs> go. That was, per- uh, that was perfect. Interesting enunciation on my part. That's for sure. <laughs> so there are a few companies in particular who seem just wholly dedicated to low cost investing. And of course, that means that we're fans of them, right? So Vanguard, Fidelity, and M1. Those are our favorites. And I think those are the ones worth checking out in particular. And Matt, you actually just switched to M1 because you love their platform and their lack of fees so much. And you wrote an article about it on our site, right? Yeah, Joel, M1 Finance. I'm a a huge fan of them now. I mean, we've believed in them for a while now, but neither of us have actually given them a shot. I finally bit the bullet and switched over. Obviously, we're talking about fees. They don't have any fees associated with uh, using their platform, associated with any trading at all. They also have those pie charts that allow you to sort of pick a like a predetermined default approach to how you want to invest. It allows you to keep your assets you know, allocated properly like you want to. And dude, you know what? Their app is actually really great as well. Vanguard, it's pretty archaic. Yeah, it's not so great. Fidelity is a little bit better, but M1, I'm a big fan of. It's It just works really well. It does everything I want it to do. So because of that, man, I'm a huge fan and would recommend it to anyone that is looking to you know cut fees. But also with M1, you know, you have a huge selection of funds that you can choose from. So I'm going to convince you, Joel, to actually switch over pretty soon as well. All right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, here's a wager. Will I get you to switch over to M1 before you get me to switch over and uh, join a warehouse club? That's a good question. I'm 50-50 <laughs> on that. I have a feeling that in our upcoming warehouse club debate, you're going to make the switch, but we'll see. We'll I'm, see. I'm pretty stubborn though. You know, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. So uh, interestingly enough, there was an interview recently with the CEO of Vanguard and he stated that active investing, which instead of buying an index fund, that means buying and selling stocks that you find valuable. And I know most of us, like Matt and I, we don't really do that. And and I know most of the people that listen to this show don't do that either. If you are into doing the research and buying and selling stocks that you think makes sense for your portfolio, well, the CEO of Vanguard said active investing is actually getting better and easier. And that's because fees are starting to lessen. And Vanguard has also been a part of the forefront of that push. So if you are kind of headed in that direction towards choosing your own stocks, as opposed to investing mostly in index funds like Matt and I do, well, that's good news too for you that fees are lessening there. And in particular, when you're looking at M1 or somebody like Robinhood and you're you're individually trading stocks, well, the fees are non-existent. That means that you're getting the returns and uh, not some guy in a suit on Wall Street, which is great. Okay, Joel. So we've now discussed the low-cost investment sort of platforms and the different brokerages that you can invest through. But now let's discuss you know, what funds you should choose to ensure that you're getting the lowest fees. Let's do it. Yeah. ETFs, they are a solid choice. Yeah, essentially, you know, they're similar to index funds, but you trade them like stocks. They're kind of like little slices of mutual funds. In general, index funds are, are going to be the best. Choosing a, a total stock market or S&P 500 index fund, in particular with one of the companies we mentioned, that's a way you can keep costs low if non-existent. And it also keeps it really easy. It's a way that you can just stay widely diversified with minimal effort. Yeah. You know, I found it interesting as I, as I did a little research for this episode too, Matt, that index funds, which track the same thing, even the costs associated with an index fund through different companies can vary widely. And so let's just take, for example, two of the top index funds that track the S&P 500. And one is from Spider and one is from Vanguard. They both have, in actuality, pretty low fees associated with them. But the one from Spider is three times the cost of the one from Vanguard. And when you're comparing even those 
two really low cost funds that mirror the same index. Take, for example, what you mentioned, Matt, uh, as well, Fidelity's total stock market index fund is, is a zero fee. So just make sure you're prioritizing fees even when it comes to investing in those low cost options, uh, because the fees can vary largely, even inside of something that's already low cost. Yeah, Joel, you know, you should make fees a primary reason for what you decide to invest in, but not the entire reason. It's still a big part, but just don't only consider your fees. You need to have a plan when it comes to your approach to investing. And if you are currently with an investment house or a broker that charges high fees, just keep in mind that it's not that hard to switch. Just go to howtomoney.com forward slash M1. That's where you can find my write-up and my experience with switching over to M1. Yeah. If you've been listening to this episode and you're like, oh man, I know I'm being charged some of those fees. I know that I'm not in the lowest cost options, whether it means that you're just investing in a slightly higher cost uh, index fund or whether that means that you're with a full commission stock brokerage and you know that you need to get out in order to ensure that more of your money stays working for you, as opposed to you know going to line the pockets of, of the investment firm that you're with. Well, it isn't all that hard uh, to go away. And I know sometimes people take into account the personal relationship they have with an investment professional that they've been working with. Most of the time, you can just contact the new platform or provider that you, you want to go with. Let's say it's Vanguard or let's say it's M1. And they will help make that switch seamless for you and help you transfer over to something that's going to be way better for you uh, over the coming years. And so you don't want to be, like we mentioned earlier, that that frog in the boiling water that's just getting accustomed to being feed to death. You want to take a proactive approach to the fees that you're being charged inside of your retirement account because it's your money. And you know what? At least now you know how bad fees are and exactly how much they're impacting the returns that you're going to see. That's right, Joel. So let's get back to the beer. This is a beer from Brain Dead Brewing. And these guys are out of Dallas, Texas. I don't know if we mentioned that earlier on, but sent to us by Jared and he actually works there. What are your thoughts on this beer, man? Well, first side note, the best barbecue of my life that I've ever had came from Dallas, Texas. No way. Uh, yeah. And, but I, I need to go to more spots in Texas and try more barbecue. That's a goal that I have. But this beer, I thought, man, it was really, really good. Super interesting. Unlike anything we've had on the show before, aged in red wine barrels. And I feel like you totally got a little bit of, of that barrel and a little bit of that kind of red wine flavor shining through because this beer is like really like a farmhouse beer. And I think aged in red wine barrels, it's got this really, really nice, harmonious, balanced flavor uh, that was imparted to it. And I really enjoyed it. And man, these, I feel like brain dead. I'd never even heard of them until Jared sent us a couple bottles, but I really like what they're doing. Yeah, definitely a big fan as well. I'm with you though. Like it's got that farmhouse flavor, but without a lot of funk, you know, it's not like a funky farmhouse. And the flavors I get from like those wine barrels, it's less of like the wine flavor. It's more of like the dryness that you get out of a, a red wine with sort of like that oak. And I was smelling it and it kind of smells like pineapple for whatever reason to me. It smells like kind of almost tropical. Like it's got this acidity, like fruitness to it, but it drinks real mellow, like a barrel aged farmhouse, just like it is. So I don't know. This, this is a fantastic beer. Uh, we've had a few of their others as well and they were all really great. So man, if you are in Dallas, you need to be checking out Brain Dead Brewing. Yep. Let's go to Dallas and uh, <laughs> hit it up in person. I'm totally up for that. All right. So uh, quickly, Matt, let's get to our final thoughts. I have one final thought. Pay attention to the fees in your retirement account. That's all you need to do. That's all we got to say. Look at what you're paying to invest for your future. Uh, if you are paying a lot, you're going to have a lot less money in the end. Wake up, pay attention, make sure that you know what your fees are, how you're being feed and charged. 
And then make sure you're taking the steps to work towards paying less of those fees. And it's never been easier to pay less in fees than it is now. There's just so many good options. And uh, yeah, so we'll link to those in the show notes. And uh, to find those show notes, you can check out our website, howtomoney.com. And if you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, and if you think we've got work to do, we need to get better, go to howtomoney.com slash do better and drop us a line there. We appreciate your constructive criticism too. Yep. And so Joel, until next time, best friends out. Best friends out. Best friends out. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.